Last year's word of the year, by the way, you may recall, was goblin mode. Yeah, that one also didn't Still make sense. Still don't remember what <laughs> it means. <laughs> this year it's Riz. <laughs> Thanks. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Coming up on 712 this Monday morning, saw two holiday shows over the weekend. Is that right? Wow. Some great productions going, going right it. now in Milwaukee that are many are time-honored family traditions. We saw Christmas Carol with Milwaukee Rep at the Paps Theater. That was Friday night. And Nansky had his walk on Saturday, on Saturday night. Saturday, yeah. Heard it went well. Didn't appear that he fell down, no. which is, was my advice to him, having had that. Mm-hmm. Like, you want the people who came to see you who know to be able to see you, and you want everybody else to not know you were there. Because <laughs> if they notice Correct. you... You've fallen down or done something. But great production. Uh, Matt Daniels, who plays Scrooge and has been in that role at least two years, if not three, okay. is fantastic. I mean, just elevates. He's so good. And there are a number of other great performances. And it's as wonderful as it always is. And the snow falls at the end, and it's joyous. Awesome. And then you're going... Did did you go to Christmas pageant? I haven't pageant gone yet? yet. I'm going to the first stage here in a couple of weeks with the the nieces and the nephews and our kids. The first stage has its annual holiday show at the Marcus Center's Todd Weir Theater. Come on in and celebrate this day with those you love. Now, you're not supposed to record during the show, so I did. I didn't wow. do that. I didn't do that. I asked first stage if they would send over some rehearsal audio okay. that we could share with everyone. They're doing the best Christmas pageant ever, the musical. And they've done Christmas pageant. First stage is usually on a holiday rotation. Mm-hmm. So they got that. They got Rudolph. Yep. And, and then, then Charlie Brown, movie, right? Yeah, Charlie Brown one, yep. And then the the last time they did Best Christmas Pageant ever, they did it as a musical. And I, I always like the play. And it's a, it's a maybe you've seen the movie as well. Great traditional story. So I was kind of like, mm, I'll try the musical. But it's fantastic. Yeah, it's good. It's really awesome. good. It moves the thing along. The songs are great. Toe tapping, you'll remember it. This is the one with the Herdmans where they take over the the Christmas pageant at the church. They're like the awful kids. Yep, yep. But then in the end, they are redeemed. Hey, Leroy, don't forget your food basket. That's a gift. You don't take back a gift. My candy cane? Sure. <laughs> and a bunch more hey, back here. Come on. So many kids in the show, young performers, they call them, and then so many kids in the audience, too, which is joyful as well. They always do the question and answer at the end. Yes, and then the kids raise their hands and then ask the same question that just got asked before. <laughs> How do you do the costumes? Well, like we just said, <laughs> here's the one. But it's great. I actually had questions. Did you ask one? But I was there. No, I didn't, because I was there with my daughter, who was in the last production of Best Christmas Pageant Ever. She was Gladys, the, okay. the little one, the little herdman, who comes out and says, Hey! Hey! Unto you a child is born. Hilarious. But I would have mortified her if I asked a question. <laughs> Plus, you want to leave that for the kids. It's their show. And uh, uh, Excuse me, excuse me. Right. I, yes. I, I ask a lot of questions. I have a very job. deep question about the production here and what choices you made. It No. I, so Friday, we're going to go to School of Rock. That's at Skylight oh, Music Theater. Good. So that's a show around the holidays, but not a holiday theme show. Mm-hmm. If you need a break from all that, so looking forward to that. But Milwaukee Reps of Christmas Carol playing through Christmas Eve and best Christmas pageant ever from first stage also with its final show on Christmas Eve. Seven sixteen. Brandon's off today. Actually worked the game up at Lambeau Field for NBC. So we got... Greg Pancake Hill on sports today. Under the lights, Lambeau Field, Packers 33-yard line. Chiefs have the ball, five seconds in the fourth quarter. Mahomes going to buy the time, circle around, look, 
flip it up to the end zone. Kelsey down there. What a contact! Incomplete! No flag! Packers win! And that would be the final play that would seal the Packers' 27-19 win over the Chiefs on Sunday night football. The Jordan Love game, as we could call it. A three, 267 yards with three touchdown passes. Now we can talk about the missed calls on both sides, how the refs pretty much buried the laundry in the fourth quarter. And we can talk about the defense performing well, sacking Mahomes three times, the receivers having themselves a game. But the fact of the matter is the Packers are 500, 6-6 six and six record, which means playoffs very much in play. Matt LaFleur talks looking ahead to the postseason. One game. We gotta we gotta now we have another primetime game on a Monday night and the guys gotta understand you, you start winning some games and people start gunning for you now. Do you buy that one game? It's one game. But I mean Sure, it's one game, but they're, this is their look. Put it this way, it's the best it's looked all season, right? Oh, yeah. The most confidence you've had that the playoffs are actually within reach. Well, even from a record standpoint, yes, but also from a how-they're-playing standpoint, right? That looked like a great offense. Not a good offense. That looked like a great offense yesterday. And they're, and they're starting to believe. And they're starting to believe. Oh. D-line looked good, too. Stock is high. Schedule is soft for the remainder of the season. One game at a time. Packers prepped to take the New York football giants on on Monday night football. Mark Tauscher coming up at 7.50 to give us his thoughts. Staying on the gridiron. The Badgers are bull-bound. They are headed to the ReliaQuest Bowl. They will take on LSU on New Year's Day at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa, Florida. Kickoff 11 a.m. local time. And we mentioned it earlier. Listen, you're playing on New Year's Day. Not a bad gig for a college football team. Especially, uh, did it not look pretty low in the beginning of the Badgers season two? Here we are, bull season bound. Meanwhile, the Bucs coming off a weekend win against the Hawks. Next up for the Bucs, the in-season tournament quarterfinal play. They will take on the New York Knicks here in Milwaukee tomorrow night. If the Bucks advance, they'll play the winner of the Celtics and the Pacers in Vegas. The Celtics and Pacers, Pacers square off in their quarterfinal matchup tonight. Let's go to the back to the Packers game for a second. Kelsey, Swift, Chiefs, Mahomes, they all took an L. The Packers take home the win and in addition to an unnecessary roughness flag, the Biles Owens household got a gift themselves. Now, who is this? I've dubbed him Frozen Tundra Man. And if you don't know who that is, I'm sure you can picture it. The guy in full regalia, correct? Icicles mm-hmm. hanging from eyebrows, crown, and he had Sunday night football like plastered on his chest and shoulder pads. <laughs> so this guy does not mess around. Not so much so that he was so fortunate and so lucky to give meat Simone Biles, and he even gave her a little gift. What a pleasure to meet you. You are the greatest of all time. I had to meet you something, okay? You are the gold. Oh my God. This is for you. This is for you. So what he gave her was this hat. And when I say it's a hat, it's like a full goat that encompasses her head. Now, the goat is also wearing like a purple leotard, very similar to the one she wears. It has Biles written on it, and it has two gold medals, like dangling from the goat hands. And giant biceps. And giant biceps. Just looks great. What an awesome representation of the Packers fan base. You got to meet one of the best. So whatever happens in the career of Jonathan Owens, she'll always remember that because she has that hat, which I'm sure she'll wear all the time, especially in Paris as the Olympics are coming up. <laughs> and Jonathan Owens got a customized hat as well. She's starting cool to stuff. believe also. Put it on. Put it. She wore it, she right? Wore she it. wore she it, on it on the sidelines right there, posed for a picture and everything. <laughs> Looked great. 7.20 on Wisconsin's Morning News. What is he doing? He's beginning to believe. Time to bust the tower. It's time to look at the week ahead. Let's go! 
All right, let's do it. The week ahead, what are we going to see on the TVs, read in the paper, or hear right here on the radio in the coming days? We'll start with this one. There's another. Why don't you just tell me what's in the week ahead? (laughs) There's another word of the year coming out today. Oxford this time. Okay. So we'll tell you that at 7:35. What was the previous word of the year? For Miriam, it was. It was something. It wasn't gaslighting. It was that was last year's authentic. 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 Thank Mm -hmm. you, Debbie. Uh, So last year's Oxford was goblin mode. We'll tell you what it is this year coming up in 10 minutes when it comes out. Tuesday, knockout round of the NBA in-season tournament begins. The Bucks play the Knicks at home. If they win, they advance to the Final Four, which will be in Vegas. So that takes place on Tuesday. I like that for the Bucks. That's cool. Let's go. Yeah, let's win it. Former Congresswoman Liz Cheney's scathing portrait of the Republican Party, Oath in Honor, is released on Tuesday. So she goes after everybody. She's naming names starting on Tuesday. On Wednesday, another GOP presidential primary debate, this time in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Donald Trump again skipping that event. Time Magazine on Wednesday will announce its person of the year. And I know the short list. Oh, you did. You know who the short list like, is? Like, this is officially, this is not I'm, I'm tell, I already know who's going to win, by the way. Oh, all right. Look, we, we've been saying her name a that? lot, by the way. You, she, they're not going to give it to a pop star. I'm telling you, it's Taylor Swift. That's, I'm, that's who I'm going with. But here's the short list. Okay. Chinese President Xi Jinping, Taylor Swift, Sam Altman, he's the chat GPT guy, King Charles, Jerome Powell. Oh, yes. The sexy Fed chair Jerome Powell could be. Powell could be this year's. <laughs> and that ain't it. It's um, not It's not the king. He hasn't made any noise or done anything, really. Well, he was coronated, though, right? That was well, he was, but then, like... Uh, Barbie, also on the list. Vladimir Putin. Barbie's not a real person. I can't be person <laughs> of the year. Vladimir That's out. Putin on the list. Uh, Trump prosecutors on the list. I hate that when they name like a bunch of people. Yeah, Give but me there a are a person. lot of Trump prosecutors. I mean, ninety-four <laughs> right. indictments. So anyway, <laughs> do they all get their pictures on? So on that the comes magazine? out on Wednesday. We'll find out on Thursday. Put on year. your yamaka. Here comes Hanukkah. Yeah, that's Thursday. Hanukkah begins the Jewish holiday. Sunset lasts for eight days. The eighth annual Black Nativity by Langston Hughes at the Marcus starts on Thursday. Thursday is also the 82nd anniversary of the attack on the Pearl Harbor, of course. Friday, most of the WTMJ shows, not us, but most of the shows will be broadcasting live from Grafton and the Capco's Kids to Kids Christmas. And word has it that we could have the official signing of the AmFam Field funding this week. See, we were looking through our stuff. I don't have anything official, but I am hearing... From yeah. various people in the know so that the, it's tomorrow. Yeah. So the governor would sign American that. Family could field. happen at the stadium. Maybe he runs the bases. <laughs> Maybe goes down the he slide. Will not. That's this week. Didn't see this coming, but the Badgers are playing on New Year's Day. Yeah, Greg, they are. Greg Pancake Hill's doing sports. He's got details on the bowl invitation coming the up at 7 Reliability bowl. <laughs> Something like that, right? <laughs> Something like that. Hey, so do you remember how we had the Merriam Dictionary, um, Merriam-Webster Word of the Year last week? I think they announced it. It was... Authentic. Authentic. Great. Yep. Right? Well, Oxford... Oxford Dictionary is now out with its Word of the Year. Mm, Oxford. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Oh. Riz... Hmm. I'm sorry, what? Riz. R-I-Z-Z. Anyone? Anyone? Need a judge's ruling on that. Yeah, crickets over here. Gen Z would probably get it. 
What about you, Pancake? You I got you. Okay. Not Gen Z, by the way. Disassociating myself from that. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's it's another way to say confidence, or if you may know, they have game. Oh, ah, sure. Okay. Guys some, got Riz? Some, yeah. Slang yeah. for style, charm, or attractiveness. There it is. Did we need another word for that? Yeah, I'm we did. Mm. Well, you mm, got Rizzy. Right. That is so Rizzy. Uh, other short list for year words of the year from Oxford were beige flag, de-influencing, heat dome, parasocial, prompt, situationship, and swifty. Situationship. As That's in relationship. Situa- it's a situation. Oh, situation. Yeah, meaning you're yes. not really in a relationship, but you guys are just together. Or is that a way to ask? Like, what's your situationship over there? <laughs> Last year's word of the year, by the way, you may recall, was goblin mode. Yeah, that one also didn't Still make sense. Still don't remember what it means. <laughs> this year, it's Riz. <laughs> Thanks. I'll tell you, I, we would have heard it. Have you heard the word Riz used around uh, your house? Because we got Gen Zers at home. Yeah, Riz, I haven't heard Riz. I have heard Riz, but not at home. I right? would have accepted low-key. <laughs> That's low-key this. That's low-key that. Okay. No buzz. Yeah, right. No buzz? Not to be confused with Loki. <laughs> it's Correct. not Loki. Okay. It's like, you know, like... Eric is Eric is low key lame today. He I, is like he's not bringing his game. I was gonna say this. You're looking raised today. I thought you yeah. got a nice look today. Yeah, I'm gonna go down to a t-shirt pretty soon if, <laughs> we, don't, if we don't get the HVAC worked out. We have the vapors. <laughs> News is sponsored by Annex Wealth Management's Money Talker. Saturdays at ten, right here on WTMJ. Authentic. Seven forty-two, Wisconsin's morning news. See, today's show is doing Person of the Year right now. Time Person of the Year comes out when Wednesday, you said. Yes. So they're doing the short list. And then, and this is like been published by Time. This is who they said mm-hmm. is on the short list. Yeah. This isn't the speculation. So it's nope. going to be one of those people. Yes. And a couple of the ones uh, on there were Taylor Swift, the Trump prosecutors, the Hollywood strikers, President Xi from China, Putin from Russia. Etc. Etc. Sam Altman, the ChatGPT guy, which is not a bad one. I don't know if he's got the panache yet to get it, but yeah. So I guess it depends on what. What are your criteria for calling someone Person of the Year? I don't know what Time says specifically, but you know, for me, it's got to be like someone who's been. This person's name has to have been on your lips, like in some way. Taylor Swift, right? So, yeah, you're you're starting to convince me. Telling you, I don't know how she doesn't win. And it's more than just because she released an album. You know what she's, I mean? Like she's, she's moved markets globally. Correct. Yes. She's moved markets. Across the world. <laughs> yes. Okay. One person did that. Set a precedent with the whole movie concert. Correct. New thing. Beyonce yes. is doing hers yes. now, right? This is maybe a new thing that has an impact across mm-hmm. the, you know, the movie theater industry and stuff like that. That's wide-ranging tentacles. Now, Barbie's also on the short list. I'm not sure Can't what have that... a person who's not real. Barbie's not real. Well, she, I mean, Barbie's real, but she's not a human. Mm. Although, didn't one year they pick the computer? Or they, they pick the personal computer one year? Nah, Something lame sounds like that. Right. And then one year there <laughs> was lame there like was the that. mirror. The person of the year you, was you. Because you would use Cop the Cop out, pick somebody. <laughs> 744, Greg Pancake Kill has sports coming up next. 745, we got Brandon Snyder was off. Did he work the game in Green Bay? Is yeah. that what's up? Yeah. He was up there yep. working for NBC. Oh, so. yeah. 
He's out. Greg Pancake Hill in uh-uh. on the sports. What are we going to talk about? It's a cool night. Lambo under the lights. Five seconds left. Chiefs have the ball. Mahomes going to buy the time. Circle around. Look. Flip it up to the end zone. Kelsey down there. What a contact. Incomplete. No flag. Packers win. And that would be the final play that seals the Packers 27-19 win over the Chiefs on Sunday night football. The Jordan Love game, we could call it. Absolute dime passes. Great operations by the receiver. It was an overall, it was a really, really good game. Gate to gate. Looked great. Packers now 506-6 record, which means playoffs very much in play. Matt LaFleur talks looking ahead to the postseason. One game. We got we to... Gotta, now we have another primetime game on a Monday night, and the guys got to understand, you, you start winning some games, and people start gunning for you now. Yeah, I'm not Mr. Trap Game, because I know that it's a thing in sports, but schedule soft. Baby soft going into these next final weeks of the NFL season. That begins one game at a time with the New York football giants on Monday Night Football in MetLife Stadium. That's up next for the Packers. We'll stick on the gridiron. The Badgers are bull bound. They are going to the college football postseason, as you will call it, to be played. They are playing the LSU Tigers in the ReliaQuest Bowl. ReliaQuest Bowl. Anybody? Ain't heard of it. You will now. The Badgers are playing. And now, it used Grit to be the is, Outback Bowl. Yeah, so that we've heard. Actually, is. the Badgers have been in that a number So of that's times. a big deal, right? That's a good bowl. Hell, yeah, absolutely. And they play on New Year's Day at oh, Raymond yeah, James Stadium. Oh, yeah, you could be Stadium. playing next week, Tuesday night. And no one would remember. <laughs> right, yeah. So you do have a good good chance to take home another bowl of victory. Uh, kickoff will be 11 a.m. local time in Tampa, Florida. Meanwhile, the Bucks coming off a weekend win against the Hawks. The next up, they're back to in-season tournament play. That will happen tomorrow, the quarterfinal round against the New York Knicks here in Milwaukee. If the Bucks do advance, they'll play the winner of the Celtics and the Pacers. The Celtics and the Pacers square off in their quarterfinal matchup tonight. Back, uh, I'm sorry, uh, and some sports briefs to look forward to this week. The Admirals are home against the San Diego Goals on Wednesday. It's the Shaka Smart game. Marquette's men's basketball team hosting Texas on Wednesday. And the Badgers men's team takes on Michigan State and East Lansing tomorrow night. Really cool here. Badgers women's volleyball. They're entering the regional round of the 2023 NCAA tournament, facing off against Penn State. That on Thursday. Did you hear what A.J. Dillon did last night? So they do this all the time, you know, where some player will say, well, they'll say like Jordan Love, quarterback, Utah State or right. whatever. And they They're do all the say intros. where they went to college. And there's right. always one guy who's like starting to be funny about it now. Like Aaron Rodgers used to say like his community college or a high school. Or a couple whatever. of the guys say they're high school, yeah. right? So AJ was the most recent to have fun with it. Jordan Love, Utah State. AJ Dillon, Quad Squad University. <laughs> <laughs> Quad Squad University. GUSU, big deal. Quad Squad University is in Green Bay, Wisconsin right now, isn't it? Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, what? Ha- how about one more thing? The the Marquette-Wisconsin uh, game this weekend yeah. in hoops. Yeah. Saturday. We talked about this last week. I have friends and family connected to both institutions. I follow both programs. Sure. I love them both. I root for them both. And when they play each other, it's like, what are you to do? And I always pick the team like to root for in that contest of who do I think has the better chance to have a special year. Right. Marquette goes in ranked third team in the land. And <laughs> take nothing away from Wisconsin. They played a great game. That's they looked great. like a really good Wisconsin that team. That was a fun basketball game. So if, if that is the real Wisconsin Badgers, uh, good for both of these clubs. But man, MU Nation was not happy with that one. 749, we'll talk to former Wisconsin Badger Mark Tauscher next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Ready. 
idea man. Uh, if I am a food producer, I'm looking at bowl games and saying, I can get a lot of love for a very reasonable amount of money to get into these bowls. Innovative. Some kind of a bacon bowl where you oh. just get something engrossed in bacon. Like a trophy that's bacon-loaded. And Packers Hall of Famer. You guys laugh at this, but when you start looking at the bowls outside of the college football playoff, Rose Bowl, Orange Bowl, what are we talking about? We're not talking about the Gasparilla Bowl. We're talking about Pop-Tarts, bacon, and dipping chicken wings. It's time for Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by your Wisconsin Chevy dealers. Mark Tausch, you're on Wisconsin's Morning News, sponsored by your southeastern Wisconsin Chevy dealer. Total team win. And you know what's scary? We're starting to believe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what do you say about that, Tausch? Uh, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> the, you know, I last night on the postgame show, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm saying there's nobody that wants to play this football team. Kansas City Chiefs just came in. They don't want any part of what Green Bay just did. So it's it's a powerful combination when you have a really good young team growing and then they start believing that they can do it. Uh, what we saw the last two weeks, but especially last night, was, was a really good team. There, there was nothing fluky about what we saw last night. What we saw was the best team winning. And by the way, not saying that uh, Jordan Love is better than Patrick Mahomes. But he certainly was last night at Lambeau Field. So, Tosh, a couple of things I wanted to ask you about. First of all, how does this happen? Like when you when you're when you're part of a team that turns things around. Like, what are the ingredients that need to occur? Because it can go it can absolutely go the other way, mm-hmm. go from bad to worse, or it can you know you start to gain some momentum. What are the ingredients of a turnaround? So, I think the biggest. I mean, obviously, playing better and not giving in. But that's why young teams can do that. Old, older teams, typically, if you got off to the start that Green Bay got, there's a lot of guys looking at it saying, I'm in year eight, I'm in year nine, this isn't going to be our year. I don't know if I'm going to be back. We don't know if the coach. When you all are young, like Goody's vision was to kind of let everybody grow together, you know there's going to be some things. You don't know any different. I'm just going to go work. I'm not an established NFL player. So I think that's a part of it. But this turnaround specifically for for this team, I really think it's just both sides of the line of scrimmage because Jordan Love and the receivers are going to get better. Uh, They're playing better. But the way that these guys are playing and winning up front is allowing Jordan Love. When the Packers are getting blitzed middle of the season, we had no answers, and Jordan is back there just trying to get rid of it. But from a mental standpoint, this is just about you get one. And what LaFleur said there that was great is it's dangerous because you know that the talent and the experience is just going to get better and better. Guys starting to believe that, hey, why not us? Why can't we make some noise when it comes to playoff football? There is no why not. And now everybody up there is believing it because – you just beat the defending champions when they were fully healthy here last night on a national stage and everybody else. Now the thing you're going to have to worry about, which sounds crazy, is people reading their press clippings and making sure you're uh. hungry because <laughs> the, uh, the complete opposite is going to happen Monday night. Everybody is going to be thinking the Packers are back. 
they're this good. And young teams have to figure out it's really easy to get cranked up for a Sunday night primetime game with Taylor Swift and everybody here. It ain't going to be as easy when you got Bob DeVito uh, and the New York Giants that stink <laughs> having to go up there. So it's all part of this process that this team is going through. But what we all as Packer fans love is it just keeps getting better and better. Uh, doesn't mean that there's not going to be a hiccup or two still, but the, the last night there was no hiccuping. It was just a ton of fun, and the energy and atmosphere is as good as I've seen it in a long time. What is he doing? He's beginning to believe. All right, so how many, <laughs> yes. how, how many games do we got to win? So right now, 6-6, six and six, a ton of teams are 6-6. Six and six. There's a huge fall-off. It's a couple of 9-3 and three teams, and then the rest are 6-6. Six and six. Packers are sitting pretty right now in the Catbird spot. It's in the 7th seed. What do they got to do? Win, win four, you think? Or what do they have to do to, to make sure they're sitting pretty at the end of the season? Yeah, I, I mean, A, just continue to do what they're doing. But from a win standpoint, nine wins will get you the seventh seed. Ten wins will get you probably the sixth seed. And I don't think it's crazy. And I said this to Homer and Gabe last night on our postgame show. We're going to be favored in every game. Maybe the Viking game up there, it'll be a pick em. But with a road game, that's three points typically. Why can't we just go eleven and six? Eleven and what is what would that be? Eleven and six. Yeah, right. Eleven. Yeah, and eleven six, and six. Seventeen. Crazy. That'll do it. Eleven and six. You're going to be the sixth seed or maybe the five seed. And you know what? Detroit's schedule. I I, I don't think they're going to catch Detroit. I'm not going to try and throw those illusions out. But I don't see why Green Bay can't get to ten. And by the way, I now for certain, if this team, this is a playoff team. If they don't, we will all be disappointed. And can you imagine saying that three or four weeks ago? Right. No. I can't. One more no. win gets you what? Seven wins. And that is one win better than Aaron Rodgers no, in 2008. There we go. One Total more. Win. And you know what's scary? Uh, We're well, starting to believe. I'm going to tell you this that's going to happen unless something catastrophic happens. He will have more wins than Aaron Rodgers in his first season as a starter. You can take that to the Vinny Vitrano Bank. Oh, and the bank is overflowing, my <laughs> friend. <laughs>